and profit that inspires kids and adults to use science. Coming up next on X-Ray FM. You know I never can relax. I'm always stiff and tense. I just ignore. Wrap me up in hand. I'll finally be calm. Finally just relax. XRFM would like listeners to know about Elders in Action. They're active advocates and vibrant volunteers of all ages committed to helping older adults. Keep connected, stay engaged, and be empowered. To learn more, go to eldersinaction.org. X-Ray now has merch. To learn more, go to merch.xray.fm. You're listening to X-Ray FM, X-Ray in the Morning. I'm Christine Alexander, my co-host today, DQ Scott. Hello. Hello. That is uh, That song is I Want to Sleep in Your Arms by Modern Lovers. Our, um, our guest DJ this week, Tanya, host of Hot Fudge Sundays. Sundays from 2 to 4, if you like what you hear music-wise this week. She is our guest DJ, Hot Fudge Sundays, 2 to 4, right here on X-Ray FM. And I'd also like to thank our supporting sponsors, our presenting sponsors, X-Ray in the Morning, supported by Hosley Eco Automotive and Mount Tabor Chiropractic. Find out more at Hosley Eco Automotive and Mount Tabor Chiropractic.com. And in studio with us, the director and the co-director of Science Project, a nonprofit organization that inspires kids and adults to use science. Today we have the director of Science Project, Kira Langford. Hi. And uh, the other co-director of Science Project, Kira Klingenberg. Hello. Okay, so you said I can call the first Kira K. Yeah. And the second Kira, Kira. That works. Unless you want it to be really confusing. Okay, uh, no, I don't. I don't. (laughs) So anyway, um, why don't you start out by telling us about the Science Project? What do you mean by uh, inspiring people to use science? Um, well, we are a nonprofit based out of Portland here. Um, we are run entirely by volunteers. So we have a small team of six people. Um, and we build programs that are all about taking textbook concepts that you may have found kind of dry and boring when learning science and turning them into fully engaging experiences. Uh, we mostly work with kids, but honestly, if you can make kids entertained, then adults tend to be entertained as well. Uh, and the idea is that the more approachable and accessible that you make science and science concepts, the more inspired people are going to be and the more confident they're going to be in um, 
in addressing these issues, studying these issues, and becoming more familiar with these issues. Just being generally more engaged and educated, mm-hmm. it sounds like. Yep. So when uh, I remember being in school and I remember kids complaining about, oh, why do I need to learn this? When am I ever going to when am I ever going to use this in my life? Usually talking about geometry or or something like that. (laughs) But it sounds to me like that this is what you're talking about. This is what you're combating. You're showing us how science works in our lives Mm -hmm. and actually does have an effect on us. Yep. Yep. Um, So how do you how do you do it? Uh, how do you get people involved? Oh, well, by being really exciting. <laughs> we, um, you know, we, we try to create these programs that uh, incorporate all learning styles. You know, not everybody learns by listening. Some people learn by doing, by seeing. Um, and so, yeah, we, we try to combat this misconception that science is this, like, boring, dry subject that's too complicated for most people. Um we try to break down science into having fun, doing hands-on activities, being exploratory, um, because we think that science is about exploration. And you know, frankly, that's why people get. That's why scientists go into the field is because they love to explore their world because they they want to find things out. They want to understand how things work. Um, curiosity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like driving so, curiosity. Would you, right. Would you think, is there something in particular that like kind of got you to this point that you'd like have something happen to you and just like, wow, people really hate science or oh. you know, so was there, like, just, like a moment that you reached or it's like, wow, why does everyone think we're just a bunch of nerds and they won't talk to us? Like, we gotta change this, you know? That's what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, actually think that almost all of us who founded this organization at some point in our lives had found ourselves discouraged by the way that science had been presented to Mm -hmm. us in school. Um, We have all been nerds, I think, also (laughs) since we were kids. And Um, Well, have you ever been in a time where it's more cool to be a nerd than now, though? uh, No, absolutely not. Have you seen Revenge of the Nerds? It's so cool (laughs) to be nerds right now. You learned that we all have a little bit of a nerd in us. We're speaking with Kira Langford and Kira Klingenberg from the Science Project. Go ahead, Kira. Uh, Yeah, well, what I was saying is that, you know, you've all, almost every one of us has had this experience of being discouraged with learning science because of the way it's presented or perhaps because your teacher wasn't that exciting. Um, and I think that is that experience deterring us from pursuing the things that we actually loved, you know, this curiosity, this exploration of how the world works really was reflected when we developed this nonprofit because we'd been there. We'd seen how that feels, and we really wanted to change that. We wanted to give kids and youth today this opportunity to see science in a different light and maybe avoid that you know, deterrent that we had experienced. Because honestly, personally, if I had not been so deterred by science at a young age, I would be so much farther ahead <laughs> in all the science that I would love to learn and know uh, right now in my adult life. You know? So you have a game that you'd like to play with us. Yeah, let's, yeah. What's it all about? Tell, let's play this game. Well, so we were hoping to do a quiz with you guys. Okay. Um, it's just a little example of, of how we teach science. Um, <laughs> I love games. <laughs> and I, I, wish, love I wish we could bring in our whole expo. Um, you know, when, when we do our, our expos, we have all kinds of, you get to, to 
do laboratory experiments and uh, we have a great game where we make kids uh, go through a blanket fort which is really a blood vessel um, you can't see my I'm doing air quotes right now but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know we thought there probably wasn't room for that in the studio no, so instead you can't, <laughs> you can't launch rockets no I mean, we could no. but I, I don't think your landlords would be into it um, short term gain not such good time. right <laughs> <laughs> right would sound cool though um, yeah so we put together a quiz um, and yeah, you want to just jump right into it? Yeah, it's it's really just two questions. So <laughs> don't don't be too intimidating. The, okay. the word quiz always makes people bulk. Yeah. <laughs> that means I love quizzes. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> your timer's on, and you hope you have your pencil sharpened. And I'm ready. Bring it. Uh, okay, uh, I guess I'll go first. So since we're sitting in a radio studio, yes. I was wondering if um, you you know you know that our voices are traveling as sound right. to our audience's ears yes. via radio waves. Yes. But radio waves are not actually sound waves. So how do they get sound <laughs> to your ear? How did they get sound to your ear? The radio waves are not sound waves. How do they get sound to your ears? Well, it's not a biology question. It's not about the inner... Is it? Is it about the makeup of the ear? And... It, the cochlea, eventually, yes, and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, Absolutely. I don't. I don't know. What's the answer? This is very. This is a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, so hopefully, I can explain this well. Um, I'll, I'll start off by saying that waves in general are really, really complicated. So I'm going to be simplifying the concept quite a bit. Okay. But um, basically, radio waves um, are light waves. And sound waves are sound waves. And so the difference between a light wave and a sound wave kind of goes like this. So imagine you have like a little puppy and he's in a kiddie pool and he's wiggling, you uh -huh. know, so yeah. adorable, so yeah. cute. Uh, well, the wiggling of the puppy, the movement is pushing energy out away from the puppy into the pool. So you'll see little ripples or waves going through the water. That's kind of how sound waves behave. So if I'm talking to you, the sound of my voice pushes the air into the, your inner ear and then through a complicated process, your inner ear translates in, that into sound for your oh. brain. So that's a sound wave. A light wave is different. A light wave is a photon, which is a particle moving through space. So it emits energy and it also behaves kind of like a wave. Okay. And so it's not as much like a sound wave in that there's nothing that causes the energy to be emitted from the photon. It's just emitting energy itself. Okay. So... The way that radio waves come from sound waves has to do with all this equipment. It starts with the microphone. The microphone takes in the sound waves from our voice, and its job is to take those sound waves and turn them into these sort of unique electrical patterns. Uh -huh. And then those electrical patterns get sent to... I don't know where you have it, but a transmitter antenna. Uh huh. It's got to be in the building somewhere, maybe <laughs> we, on top we, of the building. We in the radio biz call that our stick. Stick, ah. yeah. To the stick. Okay, let's <laughs> lingo right down. to the stick, guys. <laughs> so then, this stick or the transmitter antenna's job is to then take these electrical signals and amplify them into radio waves and send them out into the universe, essentially. Wow. And since radio waves are light waves, they move at the speed of light. So they're 
virtually instantaneous, and they just go everywhere. See, I thought you were going to ask me what that speed of light is. <laughs> and I think 164,000 miles an hour, something like that, I you remember. You know, I don't We learned remember. that in science, but when am I ever going to use that except for in a quiz? Right like now. Right now. Right right now. Right now. <laughs> okay. No, it's super fast. We, I, yeah. I'm still go thinking ahead. about that puppy in a pool. Yeah. yeah. Yay, puppies. <laughs> we're speaking with Kira Langford and Kira Klingenberg, directors and co-directors of Science Project. So, um, okay, one more question. Yeah. Hit me. Okay. So this is also a, a question about being a DJ, but in a different a different way. So the coffee that you're drinking right now, do you Where know? Where is my coffee, <laughs> by the way? I don't know. You had it. I had it. I left it outside. <laughs> Go ahead. You, if you're doing a really good job, so that probably means that you drank it all. Right. Um, do you know how that coffee keeps you awake? Caffeine. Sure. But do you know how caffeine works? Uh, DQ, do you have the answer? Um, not necessarily because I stopped <laughs> drinking caffeine a while ago. But uh, I don't know. Gosh, I, have, how I do imagine. You function? I, <laughs> I drink a lot of orange juice. It's a know. stimulant. <laughs> yeah. so it is. So it, it, is. it sends signals to your brain that sends signals to. I don't know. It increases your heart rate. It, it does actually. Ooh, okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's why I stopped drinking. Uh, so go ahead. What's the answer? Okay. So that all everything you just said is definitely part of it. Um, there is another answer that makes caffeine a really unique stimulant. And, and to understand how it works, you first have to understand how your body works. Okay. So all of your cells, your whole body is made of cells, and all of your cells use this molecule that we call ATP, which stands for adenosine triphosphate. Of course it does. You do not have to remember that, but the adenosine <laughs> is impar- adenosine important. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you guys got are it. pros. <laughs> um, so, so adenosine triphosphate, it, it, it's, um, you can think of it like a glow stick, right? It's, it's got this energy that it's almost about to give off. And when you break, when the cell breaks this ATP down, you get this burst of energy, like the way you get light off a glow stick. The cell uses this energy for whatever it's doing that day. I don't know. It's going to work. It's whatever. Um, what cells do? <laughs> that's writing. It's novel. Yeah. Um, so, so then you end up with this, this broken molecule and you have this adenosine floating around. And adenosine has its very own receptor. So you can think of this as, you ever play that game where you have uh, different shaped blocks and then different shaped holes and you have to like get the circle into the circle Not hole. since I was two, but yes. <laughs> but yes, yes okay. I know what you're talking about. Not in your free time. Me and my boy played that last night, actually. <laughs> Right? Had a couple beers. You know, yeah, so. yeah, sleeping the nation. Um, so yeah, so you can think of adenosine as the square block, and then the adenosine receptor as this square hole. So uh, the the more work that your cells do, the more tired you get, and that is because when adenosine uh, attaches to its receptor, as in square block and square hole, uh, it sends a signal to your body like, "Hey, we did a lot of work. Let's sleep now. We're really tired." So hence. The longer you're awake, the more tired you get. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be tired because you have a radio show to host, right? right. So <laughs> you're right. like, actually, I'm going to drink some caffeine. So caffeine as a molecule, it looks very much like this adenosine. You could think of it as like a triangle block. So the triangle block mm-hmm. sticks into the square hole. It's, it's, uh, it plugs it up. So it, in real life, you've got caffeine that's attaching to this adenosine receptor. Uh-huh. So... Caffeine does not send the signal that it's sleepy. And adenosine, if it can't, if the square block can't get into the square hole, it can't tell your body, hey, we need to sleep. Oh, wow. Right. So So it's like a mimic. Yes, 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 yes. It's like a, like a... 
Yeah, like a mimic. <laughs> Faster. There we go. That's the word I want. Um, so, but then, but caffeine, unfortunately, is short-lived. So in about two hours, it starts to break down. And then after six hours, which for most of us is around the 3 p.m., that's where you get that 3 p.m. Yeah, like, that. oh, my God, I need coffee right <laughs> yeah. now. Um, that's really when all your caffeine molecules are starting to break down. That's so interesting. And then you caffeine, the imposter. Right. <laughs> exactly. You have been revealed. Right. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, that's really interesting. Thank you so much, science ladies. Yeah. So tell our listeners where they can find out more about the science project and get involved or send their kids. Or Sure. I'm going to refer to Kira on oh. that one. Sure. Well, um, at the moment, we don't have any particular events going, but we have made appearances at OMSI before. Um, and you can find out about our events on our website, which is scienceprojectpdx.org. Um, and you can also go to our Facebook page, which is Facebook slash the number two scienceproject.com. Um, and that is where we'll post any kind of news about where we're going to be, what we'll be doing, what programs we'll be hosting. Um, and please contact us if you'd like us to collaborate or have any opportunities for us to help bring exciting science to kids. <laughs> Yay! And I just wanted to mention we are, um, for the 2016-2017 the school year, we're going to be getting into classrooms. We're going to be bringing our programs to classrooms in the Portland and Vancouver area. Um, and we will have some more events at OMSI, like Kira said, um, in the near future. And we're also trying to set up something just for adults. So hopefully that will be happening very soon. So check out our website I would for love more that. information. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would like that very yeah. much. Beer and crawling through blood vessels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could get stuck. Yeah. Clogged arteries. Yeah. Uh, yeah get... Well, thank you so much for coming in. Kira Langford, Kira Klingenberg of the Science Project. Have a great yeah, day, Yeah, thank you, you so yeah, much. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we have Talk Media News, and then we also have Villages Northwest. Villages Northwest is a group that is helping seniors 